Anna from Dahlberg for Bears News. Amazon is set to launch its online shopping service in South Africa this year. This move is expected to shake up the e-commerce market in the country, with Take-A-Lot, owned by Nasbash, being the biggest player. In anticipation of Amazon's arrival, Take-A-Lot has been expanding its services. To discuss what this competition would mean and who the potential winners and losers could be, we have Andy Higgins, who better for that than the e-commerce entrepreneur with experience on different continents to discuss what this new development means for consumers and other e-commerce businesses. Andy is now the managing director of the Bob Group. Hi, Andy, and uh, welcome to Business. Hi, Linda. Uh, thanks for having me. So um, what will the biggest challenges be that Amazon will face in South Africa? Sure, yeah, I think um, many people expect Amazon to come in and from day one to have a massive impact on the market, but I personally believe it's going to take them longer than most people think for, to have an impact. I think some of the challenges they'll face is not having uh, controlling their own infrastructure on the ground. I think when it comes to e-commerce, infrastructure is critically important, so they'll be using third parties. And they'll be having to integrate those third parties into the software that they use globally, I imagine, for for, for providing the mark, Amazon Marketplace service. And I'm sure that will come with some challenges, at least initially. So the challenges will be infrastructure, logistics, all the stuff that South Africans are dealing with, as you say, that they don't, don't normally have. Exactly. And, and also the localization of that. I think there are differences and nuances to our market compared to other markets where Amazon operates in. And they will need to find ways to adapt how they do things normally for the local market, which I think will also be a bit of a challenge. So who would the, the biggest threat be to Amazon or the other way around? Would Amazon be to, would that be Take-A-Lot? I, I do think Take-A-Lot being sort of the most established player as it stands would um, face sort of the most competition from them. Um, I also think they're probably the best positioned to take them on as well. Um I think uh, if you look back um, when other international players entered the market in other areas, like, for example, Google with search or Facebook and the social social media aspect or Twitter, for, for that matter, uh, they really did um, dominate. They really had a strong presence in, in the market even before they established a local presence. But I think e-commerce is different in that it's more uh, localized. It requires more sort of feet on the ground with a local presence, with local um you know, warehousing and infrastructure for logistics and all of that. So I think um, a lot of people think that we're going to see the same with Amazon coming and just taking over and dominating from day one. But I think, that in my view, that's unlikely to be the case. Uh, don't get me wrong. I don't think we should underestimate Amazon and their potential and what they could have, but I just think it's going to take a lot longer than most people think. Do you think Take A Lot will be able to compete with Amazon in terms of pricing and what products they're going to offer? Yes, if you have a look at the, they've already published, uh, Amazon have published their pricing model, and it's very similar to that of Take Lot from at least what they charge from a seller's point of view. And they're going to be competing for essentially the same products because mostly it's mostly based on a third-party seller model where um, they don't sell the products themselves. They provide the platform for third-party sellers to sell. So they're essentially going to be having the same sellers who have the same cost base. And so if they're charging essentially the same price, I think uh, unless they discounted themselves and that there's potentially some competition commission issue, issues that come in with that, if they do that, um, I think pricing, it's going to be difficult to discount the, the pricing. So I think in the long term, at least, uh, pricing will probably be similar. So I think it's going to be a more competition on, on the service and the experience that, that consumers have using 
each of the different platforms. So what, what impact do you think it will have on small and medium businesses who actually want this marketplace? Because now they can go on both. They can either go to Take A Lot or they can go mm. to Amazon. Look, I think, it's, I think they will probably sell on most, will probably sell on both platforms. Mm. So I think ultimately the consumer will be the winner. Hopefully if there's a bit, bit of a competition, a bit of a price competition and so on that does kick in there. Um, but I also think there's a threat for smaller, uh, the smaller players as well because what, what we might see is some of the bigger players taking South African market, the South African market more seriously, making it uh, where they come with stronger sort of um, pricing uh, ability due to just due, due to volume that they're able to offer. So it could could in some respects make it more difficult for the smaller players. Um, I guess we will just have to wait and see how that pans out there. So what advice would you give to small and medium business looking to compete with Amazon in the marketplace? Uh, to compete with them? Well, I, I would argue don't compete with them. Rather, um, leverage them and, 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 and use them to help grow your business. So I, I, would, I would suggest to the smaller players, but definitely create your own presence with your own website and, and, and try and build that, build your own brand and direct sales as much as you can. But then also piggyback on top of the all the online marketplaces. I would suggest uh, list your products on on all the marketplaces um, and use that as a just an additional sales channel to get additional sales, um, while also in the same at the same time growing, growing your own direct sales channel as well. Well, well, uh, do you have an idea how big is this e-commerce market in South Africa? So South Africa still very much lags the rest of the world, even our emerging market counterparts. Uh, we think we're still under 5% of total retail. So if, if total retail is somewhere ar- around 1.4 trillion rand a year, um, we'd be looking at about 70 billion rand in e-commerce sales per year in South Africa. And that's still, if you even compare us to the likes of uh, Brazil or India or other South Southeast Asian countries, most of those are well over 10% e-commerce penetration already. So we still have a lot of catch-up to play. And I, for one, am hopeful that with Amazon's entry into the market, it's going to help act as a catalyst to help get us to where we should be, which is beyond that 10% of, of retail for e-commerce. Do you think it could grow to that? Absolutely, I, I do. Um, I think it's just a question of, of time and how long it will take. Uh, I've been saying for probably a long time now that I felt we should be there already. So I'm not going to hazard a guess as to when that will be, but I, I'm, I'm very sure we'll get there at some point, yes. What effect has, does the fact that some South Africans don't buy like that? I mean, they, they don't buy online because they don't have the ability, they don't have the tech. So, so how could that those issues be addressed? That is definitely a hindrance, but I think it is changing, perhaps not as fast as we would like. And I think a big driver for that is mobile. So most South Africans now do have access to a mobile device, if not a, a computer or another way of buying online. Uh, so we are seeing a shift where people are shopping through mobile device. For me personally, I think payment has become less of an obstacle and connectivity as well, less of an obstacle because people do have access and uh, data pricing is has come down and continues to come down and payment methods are more widely available. I think the one area that's still lacking is on the logistics side though. So for example, if I'm living in a more rural area or township, currently I have to pay a premium to get something delivered to me there. Um, because most courier companies would consider, for example, a township as a high-risk area, and you pay much more. Um, I think that's also uh, uh, that, that's a big hindrance at the moment, but it is changing. For example, with pickup points, things like smart parcel lockers, 
where it's still going to be cheaper and not have those surcharges added on, I think once that becomes more mainstream, we'll see greater adoption. So I think it's, again, just a matter of time and for, in particular for the logistics side to, to become more mature. We're well, talking about the logistics because Amazon is doing some exciting stuff overseas like drones. You know, were you quite excited that those kind of things might come to South Africa? Look, I think drones are a little bit of, there's a lot of hype around it and it's, it's exciting and it's fun and it's something that, that, that I think uh, will find a place, but probably more as a niche. I personally don't think it'll become mainstream, but uh, for sure, I mean, Amazon have invested heavily. They've basically become competitors to the FedExes and the UPSs and that of the world and, and in other more developed markets. So they are clearly uh, understand probably better than, mo- uh, than just about anyone how important the logistics component is of e-commerce. And they have invested a lot in software and all of that. But um, So I think that is going to continue to evolve, but I suspect it's still some time, if ever, I'm not sure whether they would bring all of that tech into South Africa. I think for me, what's more um, interesting is using AI and robots to do the picking and the packing and all that for me has more, of, and perhaps and the EVs coming in with aut- aut- autonomous vehicles also, uh, that sort of thing for me is as a bit more as more realistic practical implications but i suspect south africa would still be um quite far down the list before we start seeing that tech uh, uh, arriving in, in the country so the winner seems to be consumers and P- and job creation yes job creation um uh, yes i think i can go along with that um but obviously yeah with the advanced tech certain jobs will also probably get get, get eliminated but i think it, it other jobs also get created in, 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 in place of that. So if you, you look your, at your experience, I mean, just take us a little bit back of, of everything you've done in this space. So I was involved with, we launched Bidobai, which was pr- probably the first online marketplace in South Africa back in 1999, <laughs> uh, and then went through what I call the dark ages of the internet, which was pre-ADSL in the early 2000s. Uh, ADSL sort of came, I think, around 2004, 2005, and we started seeing things change. Uh, we sort of, the business grew, but in a, in a very sort of limited uh, capacity uh, as, you know, the market probably wasn't quite ready from an adoption point of view. Um, I was involved in 2007 with launching an online payments business called Payfast with my co-founder there, uh, uh, Jonathan Smith. It was very interesting. It was kind of like a we didn't have PayPal in the country. We still don't have it to its full extent either. And so we saw an opportunity for that with payments. I happened to actually get involved with in the very early stages of Take-A-Lot as well. I was uh, a, a small investor. We had a, we shared a, a, a larger venture capital investor, Tiger Global, who invested uh, in Bidobai at the time and then also invested in Take-A-Lot, ultimately got set, uh, sold to Take-A-Lot. Um, so after then, I've also been involved with uh, launch, assisting Shopify from launching their um, platform in some African countries, which also kind of um, spoke to where your Africa um, became. We, we focused uh, initially on the logistics because we saw that as an opportunity and what was lacking in the markets, which ultimately led to um, your Africa essentially buying what was put or buy at the time and forming what is now Bob Group. And we within Bob Group, we offer five different services. We offer the marketplace, which Bidobar was rebranded to Bob Shop. We have our own payment solution now called Bob Pay. We have a logistics aggregation business called Bob Go. And we've also 
in the early stages of launching a parcel, a smart parcel locker network called Bob Box, which we're very excited about, especially for what we spoke about in enabling you know the larger base of South Africa to be able to um, partake in e-commerce. And then the fifth service we offer is a is a courier software business where we provide um, software to, for courier to run the entire business. So you can see a lot of it is focused around logistics, which, as we've discussed, is a very key part of e-commerce. So why did you move to the logistics side away from the retail side? So I think that's just basically where we saw the opportunity, where we saw merchants uh, were struggling or, or, or there was a space for some innovation. So what we've done, in particular with Bob Go, is we make it easy for merchants when they receive an order to be able to ship that order. So we get quotes from multiple different courier companies. And depending on what the parcel is, it's basically its size and um, and where it's going from and where it's going to, we provide quotes and the merchant can then uh, select a quote from a different courier and at um, favorable pricing. And then we manage that whole process from then on, from the tracking, keeping the customer up to date throughout the process. And so far, um, it's arguably being possibly the most successful part of our overall business um, with quite yeah, high adoption from a lot of merchants using that service. So are more entrants into this market good for your business? Yes, I think that's one thing. So, so where we have the marketplace, on the one hand, we compete directly against take take a lot in Amazon, and let's not forget um, Macro as well, which owned by MassMart now, 100% owned by Walmart, um, is also a serious player within the market. So we compete against all of those on the marketplace side, but we're not just marketplace. We provide payments and logistics. So we very much have a vested interest in the overall e-commerce uh, market growing in the country, which hopefully this sort of new, this with Amazon coming in creates a new impetus for that growth to happen. So, so yes, so we welcome and we hope that uh, that Amazon does have a big impact in the market. I'm just uh, optimistically cautious about how long that's going to take and, and, and how realistic that is given um, the, some of the challenges that we spoke about that they, they will fa be faced with. Do you think the element of people who will say, no, no, I won't take a lot because local is lacquer? I don't want these. Would that yeah. would that would that be an element they have to fight against Amazon? I do think that will play a factor. I wonder though how loyal South Africans really are at the end of the day when it comes to um, money matters. Um, but I do think that will play a factor. Yes, and I th perhaps more so from just a pure sort of conscience point of view, more so from a just a to just having that that stronger local presence with local infrastructure. I just think that the experience may end up being better for, for, for customers. So, so, so fortunately, I think that, that they maybe will make that choice, not only, yeah, it will be easier for them to make that choice because it will be a better experience. So um, what I think you're saying is it's not going to be a slam dunk for Amazon in South Africa. Absolutely not. I mean, you, you can look at other markets where Amazon have launched, smaller markets, even in, um, in Asia and in, in, even in, in, I think, a country like Morocco or, or Poland, uh, where they've been strong incumbents there already, um, they haven't. Uh, or India is also another very interesting example. But uh, big investments from the likes of Amazon and 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 essentially uh, Walmart through 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 the investment in Flipkart in India, uh, they haven't they haven't um, been successful in every country they've they've entered into. So um, it's not to, yeah. So it's definitely not a not a slam dunk for them. I think. Andy Higgins, Managing Director of the Bob Group, thanks for speaking to us. Pleasure. Thanks for having me.